Welcome to the Triple F Podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not so hidden temptations. (laughs) We are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring people to the show who know what they're talking about and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? It's Valentine's Day. So you know what that means? Time for share a little love, a little excitement, get a little excited, go out with the girl, do what you gotta do. Just wanna couple, share a couple tips here with you guys. Sit back, relax, and listen up on some Valentine's Day feedback. What's made successful over the years, actual story behind it, and some fun little tips. Here we go. History on Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is a time to celebrate romance and love and kissy face fealty. But the origins of this festival of candy and cupids are actually dark and bloody and a bit muddled. <laughs> Though no one has pinpointed the exact origin of the holiday, one good place to start is ancient Rome, where men hit on women by, well, hitting on them. <laughs> Those wild and crazy Romans. From February 13th to 15th, the Romans celebrated the feast of Lupercalia. The men sacrificed a goat and a dog, then whipped women in the hides of animals they had just slain. The Roman romantics were quote-unquote drunk, they were naked, said Noel Lenski, a historian at the University of Colorado Boulder. Young women actually lined up for the men to hit them, Lenski says. They would believe this would make them fertile. Wow, that's uh, pretty intense. <laughs> the brutal feat included a matchmaking lottery in which young men drew the names of women from a jar. Ooh, kind of like The Bachelor. The couple would then be um, coupled up for the duration of the festival or longer if the match was right. Sweet, you're my wife because I bet you have a boy named from the jar. <laughs> the ancient Romans may also be responsible for the name of their modern day of love. Emperor Claudius II executed two men, both named Valentine, on February 14th of different years in the 3rd century AD. Their martyrdom was honored by the Catholic Church with the celebration of St. Valentine's Day. Later, Pope Gelasius modeled things in the 5th century by combining St. Valentine's Day with Lupercala to expel the pagan rituals. But the festival is more of a theatrical interpretation of what has once been. Lenski adds, It was a little more of a drunken revel, but the Christians put clothes back on it. It didn't stop it from being a day of fertility and love. Around the same time, Normans celebrated the Gelatin Day. Gelatin meant lover of women. Ooh, I got some Gelatin. <laughs> they were likely confused the same day at some point, in part because they sounded alike. Shakespeare in love. As years went on, holiday grew sweeter. Chaucer and Shakespeare romanticized it in their work and it gained popularity throughout Britain and the rest of Europe. Handmade paper cards became a token du jour in the Middle Ages. Eventually, the tradition made its way to the New World. The Industrial Revolution ushered in factory-made cards in the 19th century. And in 1913, Hallmark cards of Kansas City, Missouri began mass production valentines. February has not been the same ever since, you're telling me. But that commercialization has spoiled the days for many. Helen Fisher, a sociologist at Rutgers University, says we have only ourselves to blame. This isn't a command performance, she says. If people didn't want to buy Hallmark cards, they would not be bought, and Hallmark would go out of business. 
And so the celebration of Valentine's Day goes on in varied ways. Woohoo! Many will break the bank buying jewelry and flowers for their beloved ones. Others will celebrate a sad single awareness day away. <laughs> Dying alone and bring oneself graded chocolates. A few may even spend this day the same way that early Romans did. But let's not go there. That's for sure. My favorite Valentine's of all time. My perfect Valentine's Day? I'm at home. Three cell phones in front of me. Fielding desperate calls from people who want to buy one of the 50 restaurant reservations I made over six months ago. Dwight Schuh, everybody. What a great guy. <laughs> oh, man. Absolutely fantastic. So we go over some Valentine's Day tips. Valentine's is all about romance, expressing your love to those that you cherish most, right? By putting forth a little effort and some planning, you'll not only create a very special day, but you'll create a day that will be memorable. To get you started... The experts here at Triple F Podcast have put together a nice little list for you guys. Number 10. Plan a special outing or create a romantic setting at home. Ooh. Dress up and go out in the town for dinner and dancing, but be certain to make dinner reservations well in advance. In case you didn't hear Joy tell you about it. <laughs> Pick some place you both might want to try. Make it an adventure. Check out the Monday Munchie Podcast for different episodes on restaurants. Check it out. If you put an intimate evening at home, clean up the gutter and uh, and decorate. Candles, rose petals, and romantic music. Create a romantic playlist in advance. Cater dinner or cook it together and dress up for dinner. Pick out a favorite wine or champagne. Try several server desserts and then just sit back, relax, and watch a romantic little movie together. Everything is going to be just fine. Number nine. Build it up. Anticipation is the purest form of pleasure. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let that special someone know you have big plans, but keep them in suspense. Drop innuendos. Call them at work a few times during the day. Don't listen to that. <laughs> Leave sweet nothing posts notes around the house and in the car, or in other place you can think of. DM them, IM them, email, even better. Just leave them a voicemail. Let them know that you're on your mind. Who does that? <laughs> Number eight, surprise them. Everyone loves to surprise on special occasions. Surprise them with a selected gift, especially for them. Pick up the gift out yourself. Don't have someone do it for you, like I have a butler or something. <laughs> maybe it's their favorite perfume or cologne or a bottle of wine. Maybe it's truly your trip to the spa. Or maybe you just offer to do the chores for the week. Listening in, listening in. <laughs> Perhaps a chore they cannot even stand to do. I'd highly recommend that one. Awesome. Number seven, do an activity you both love. Valentine's Day is Friday this year. Take the day off and spend it together. Make it a three-day weekend. Plan a trip for the weekend. Go out of town. Maybe book a room, a sweet hotel, bed and breakfast. As we did for New Year's. We just did a staycation on the peninsula. Absolutely fantastic. You stay at home. Two side activities together. Play a game. Enjoy yourselves. Number six. Write a love letter or a poem or even a song. Act like it's the last day on earth. That's intense. Tell a special someone what they really want and mean to you. Put your own handwriting rather than typing it out. Put some real thought into it. Men and women both want to be told special how they are. Something that's written down can be cherished for many years to come. Consider this. Maybe it, it really is the last time you get to write this, so make it count. Don't do roses are red, violets are blue. Those are always the jokes. So pass on that. All right. Halfway through. Number five. Plan. 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 Put some effort to it, man. Don't wait until the last minute to make those dinner reservations. They have several for second choice. Yeah. Quite a bite. <laughs> don't wait to buy flowers or gifts the day of. I saw so many people walking around today with just flowers in the hand coming from Walgreens. Just put everything together, man. Be on top of it. For once in your life, just be on top of things. Number four, it's the small gestures that count. They don't go unnoticed. 
Offer help out with the chores. Open doors. Listen intently when spoken to. Pay compliments. Take care of pressing matters that need some extra attention. Fix or replace something broken. Serve breakfast in bed. Take the dog to the groomer. Give a massage. Draw a bath. Have their vehicle serviced. You know, it's only one day a year, man. You have your 364 days to screw it up. <laughs> Number three, shower them with flowers, balloons, stuffed animals, chocolates, candles. Who knows? How is it important to send flowers? Eh, everyone expects it. So if you want to be tacky, do it. But in the workplace, it might be a little over the top. But, you know, kind of depends what your relationship is. Number two, start the day special and end the day special. Ooh, I like that. Make Valentine's Day one day you both cherish and remember from the start of the day until a head hits the pillow that night. You're both worth it. And number one, quality time together. Quality time together is the most important gift you can give someone another on this special day or any other day for that matter. Need I say more? <laughs> Hope you enjoy these tips for Valentine's Day. I'm off to a Valentine's Day mixer. It's going to be a ton of fun. Hopefully meet some single ladies. Well, what's we can do? Enjoy. This episode is sponsored by Bites Kitchen. The best of times are always shared at the table. Good food, good drinks, good stories, good friends. Wish I had any of those. <laughs> at Bites, they believe that good food is more than merely a part of survival. It is their passion. It has the power of transcend language, cultures, and ethnic backgrounds. Through food, they share their culture with new friends and old. They share a piece of who they are. And by coming together for meals, they trade good stories while creating new ones. At Bites, they want you to celebrate cultures from around the world. They've been inspired by Thailand, China, Japan, Korea, and more. They are also excited by the opportunity to continue creating new recipes. Food is always better when shared amongst friends, and that is how they shape their menu. With creative cocktails and a menu that is constantly evolving, a new story always awaits you at Bites. Show up, I guarantee you see me sitting there with my Buddha in my hand. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. Mm-hmm.